Acupuncture. Acupuncture is the original biohack. Binaural beats. Nootropics. Tom, can you even spell nootropics? Supplements. Psychedelics. They told us not to take drugs. Now there's all this research on taking drugs. Science of compounding. Orgasmic meditation. Individual results may vary. <laughs> and a whole bunch of other stuff we find interesting. I don't want to spend 12 grand to shine a red light on my junk. Just a couple of guys talking about somewhat strange health stuff. There's something weird here, but I can't put my finger on it. <laughs> Reverend Health starts now. Tom. Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. It's a special day. It, it always is a special day, but you're right. It is a very special day. It's a very special day. Yeah. I'm a big fan of being 13 when you're 45. Um, and uh, happy, happy, happy 420. Sir. Happy 420, man. I, yeah. I got to say, I, 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 you know, I hate being late to things. So when I texted you earlier, uh, like I should have known that the dispensaries would have been bonkers. Oh, yeah. Bonkers. So, uh, I, I was sitting in the car. My wife was was in the dispensary because there's no reason for two of us to go in. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm five people outside of the store. That's so funny. All right. Now I'm 10 people in the waiting area. And it's like, God, you know, and they still do all the pickup, you know, the pre-order yeah, yeah. stuff. So uh, that's I, crazy. She, she got in and out uh, respectively. And this is, you know, we record this at 8 p.m. The stores close at nine. I could not believe like I figured. The real stoners were probably there at 6 a.m. to get some crazy-ass doorbuster deals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, I had to take a little pause to uh, get into the celebratory mood. Um, you know, look, I, 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 funny thing about this holiday, right? Yeah. And, it, and I think people out there are laughing because we're calling it a holiday. Uh, it's, um, it's an official holiday it's an right official now. It's an official holiday. <laughs> so, let, you know, at the risk of doing what we do every single show, let's wax poetically about something that is randomly useful to us and nobody else. But um, I, I love this. I love this day. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Because... There is a thousand shades of gray when it comes to who likes this holiday. Yeah. And, and everybody's united on one thing, right? Like, so no matter why you're doing it and like, there's plenty of reasons people celebrate this that I don't agree with. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like we're all in this, we're all in this together, right? Like it's all the same day. Right. And I it, really love it for that reason. I, you know, and, and let's, let's, can we think of another holiday that is not like government sponsored, that is not religious, that is not an obligation to anything other than, you know, like taking it easy and having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like it, it literally. So that is let's start there. Right. Like that's the best version of why this holiday is amazing. Right. I, because I, like yeah. it's just about having a good time and being a good human being. Like that's it. Like there's nothing else. You know, like whatever you want to do today, chill out and do it. I mean, God, you know, I'm really bad about taking off for the day, though, and I should. Oh, because... I I never do. It just so happened that uh, Wednesdays I'm not in the office. Yeah, no, I never I never take an opportunity to just kind of enjoy the day, so to speak. But um, one of these days, maybe uh, not this year for sure. Well, but 
but like you know when i was when i was younger you know and this holiday came up like we literally did stop the press and just get high all day yeah yeah like and it was all about how much you know what what kind of volume could we take in you know in the day uh, yeah, I, and, I don't see, but I feel like there's a there's a threshold. Once you cross that threshold, you're still you still might be having a good time, but you're not you're not functional. Yeah, no, no you're totally right. <laughs> you're it, like, it's funny. <laughs> I was at, at the first legal cannabis cup in in Denver. I'm talk about a the the energy in that room was palpable, right? Like that was a very fun event, right? But I'm there covering it uh, for Headshop, and I, I so I've got all my camera gear with me and everything. And the people behind me in line waiting for the doors to open that day, there was maybe I don't know six, seven of them. Tom, they smoked like every one of them pulled out a joint, a blunt, a ball, something. Yeah, all of them, the whole group, and then all they did was rotate it around in a circle for about an hour. And I was like, it's eight o'clock in the morning right now. Like, like this is them starting their day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I, I respectfully disagree with that choice. I cannot possibly even imagine how in the world I would ever do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, that's like one group of people that I'm just like, Hey, look, I'm, I can't hang with you, man. Sorry. It's not, you know, I just, I can't hang with you, but happy 420. Right. Like, yeah. I, I, so I, I have a friend who's a, a functional medicine doctor and and he's pretty, it's, it's pretty interesting when he talks about those people that need to wake and bake, you know, that's sure. like, I, I don't like if, if I did that, I, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to have a horrible day. A oh, horrible. Just, 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 just <laughs> like I, nothing is getting done and no. I'm going to walk around lost. Yeah. No, no, that's yeah, a terrible you know, thing. And and he's talking more of a, like interestingly a neurotransmitter issue. Like those people have like zero fucking dopamine. Uh, they right. literally cannot right. function until they get some kind of pleasure stimulus. Yeah, and that, and that comes as cannabis. So that is a good. That is, I, I heard a comedian the other day. I forget her name. I wish I could write in context of this story. I wish I could remember it. But she was a comedian, and her stand-up set was about. She's like, "Oh, if you laughed at that joke, you have serotonin, so we're not talking to you." Like she was doing. <laughs> she she was doing a whole shtick on antidepressants and and some, and, you know. And she's like, she had a whole like couple minutes on serotonin, like as a comedy element in her in her bit. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this is the greatest two minutes of uh stand up ever. Like somebody who's yeah, like yeah. somehow randomly weaving in some nerdy fact like that. It's that's that's hysterical. Like I, it's not a funny joke. Right. But, right. But you know, and I'm not saying that she wasn't, but I'm saying that that I there's like there's a, a joke that uh, I, I heard from a neurologist uh, and it was tech serotonin and dopamine are technically the only two things you like, yeah. you know, it's like, why? Yeah. Cause those are, those are the feel good ones. Those are the ones that you need. Uh, yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, serotonin. Let's see how, let's see how savvy Google is. Um, Taylor Tomlinson first, first, result in in google dude 
listen, I don't care what anybody says. We live in crazy times. I just typed into Google female comedian that does serotonin joke. And literally the first uh, people, <laughs> that's her. That's her. I that's was like, her. who ever doesn't think that is mystical science is absolutely crazy because that is nuts how google figured it, out. it is very scary so the, <laughs> like, the other the other night we're sitting around on the couch so taylor like, by the way taylor tomlinson just should you uh should, should, you should we curious. go check her out uh well i'm just saying she is super funny and she has a whole thing i'm gonna put it in the chat she has Do a it. whole thing um about serotonin and dopamine and yeah. antidepressants and how like she just doesn't produce serotonin period like and these drugs help her do that and she's like basically goes down like a very funny candid like take on this and like the funny part about that is it's so disarming because like nobody talks about that shit specifically not like that right like yeah so like at that level uh you you've lost most of the audience if you do it yeah exactly like it's yeah. definitely but she doesn't lose anybody she keeps it right on rails it's like it's actually good but it's fucking hilarious man she's really good um so anyway i i saw her randomly unconnected to this obviously but i saw her on like i was looking for a comedian to watch wanted something to see something funny and she just came up and i was like yeah sure let's try this out it's great yeah. But then, then this now, now the uh, conspiracy theorist in me is like, but did my Alexa hear me say that and feed me <laughs> that like, did, in the search was results? It, was it watching when you were watching? Right. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's like crazy town, right? Um, but yeah. So cannabis. So this is a fun holiday for me because, as you you know, I I you know with head shop, this is a, obviously a big holiday for us. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of like the Super Bowl, <laughs> you know, kind of thing for the cannabis industry. So it's been an active month, but every time this happens every year, I get super charged up by the variety of people that are engaged in recognizing this as, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. It's really cool. Like it's very, very cool. Um, and then I, then somebody, God, what did I read just not too long ago? It was like, pick your terpene, for 420, right? Like it was basically saying like, Hey, do you, what, what kind of 420 do you want to have? Mm -hmm. And, um, here are the strains that you're going to use, uh, to, to get to wherever you want to be. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, but they, they, they get super, super technical, right? Like they'll, they'll be like saying like, Hey, are you looking to have like a, like totally chill, like sit on the couch day here are the top 10 mercine dominant strains that you should look for that are going to put you like on your ass right like yeah yeah, yeah. isn't that amazing right and then, yeah, right. and then and then you hear these stupid ass fucking names like i so i went i went to colorado the other weekend i told you about a seminar yeah. i went to and i'm like well i gotta check out a recreational dispensary so i walk in and I'm, what am i gonna get maybe a pre-roll i'm not i i have cannabis at home i don't need to fly just to fly with some and one of the choices was kimbo slice wow the the street fighter turned mma guy and immediately he goes okay so the terpenes in this oh, that's funny feel like you got punched in the eyes and i'm like i know exactly what you're saying yeah <laughs> like, it's like i i will take that yeah <laughs> That's so funny. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I, you, you know, it's all over the place right now, man. You know, you get people that are like, uh, uh, what was it? They, um, somebody was talking about using like Girl Scout cookies, I think. Um, are you talking about the actual Girl Scout cookie? Yeah, the or Girl the Scout cookie strain. Yeah, sorry, my my bad. Um, For those of you who are not savvy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they they were saying use Girl Scout cookies if you're trying to fight like athlete's foot or if you have some kind of mm-hmm. uh, of uh, bacteria in your body because of its high. Um, what is the the one that sounds like eucalyptus? Eucalyptal, eucalyptal, or something like yeah, one of that one of those ones. Okay. But, but basically, it's got like this antimicrobial, antibacterial, antifungal property, right? And so when you use it, it's like, and it's funny because it smells, it's the eucalyptus one. So it smells like Vicks Vapor yeah. Rub. So like just mentally, like that totally checks with what I would expect from that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When you I, hear I mean, it together, it you're like that makes medicinal. totally sense. Yeah. It smells medicinal, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, eucalyptol is the one that that's got. That's what it's called, eucalyptol. Like, um, it's uh, that's the one that smells like Halls or Vicks. You know what I mean? Like, it's got mm-hmm. this minty sort of vibe to it. Um, and that's and that's the coolest thing, man. I know we talked about it back when we talked about COVID so many fucking times. Right. But like, you know, then you have all the other cannabinoids. You have a CBVA or oh, I know. You, know, you got and, the whole CBD soup. Yeah, right. and you've got all of these therapeutic properties, and they said something like over four hundred cannabinoids within cannabis. Oh, it's crazy! But yeah, like that's but that's nuts. But like you know, you you think about this too. Like if you look at, um, you talk about COVID thing. Like uh, you know, one of the funny things is the uh, pinene content, right? Mm-hmm. And and like right now, literally in my diffuser right here, I have pine. Like, because I do this like meditation with this and pine and like doing a little meditation. I read this study years ago that said that you got the same therapeutic benefit as of of meditating in those pine forests in Japan, Ah. right? Right. Um, Versus putting an aroma diffuser in and doing pine smell. The results were within single digits efficacy efficacy on both experiments on difference wow right so like basically i was like that's fucking amazing you know i hear i already have an oil diffuser i'm just fucking buying a giant bottle of fucking pine and like i do it like it's like nine out of ten times when i put the diffuser on it's pine but like pining which is makes that smell that smell is like it's a bronchiodilator it's like so like that's why when you're in a pine forest meditating, you're fucking getting hyper oxygenated because you are just like basically like your brain, you're, you're physically taking in more oxygen. Like, you, you know, like, um, yeah. And so like, when you look at those, when you look at those, like, you know, tricks, I guess is the best way to say, it. like, I can say if I want a bronchodilator, I'm going to go get something like, you know, a blue dream or something that's like super high in pining. I'm, I'm just going to, you know what I mean? And be like, okay, that's it. You know, like, um, but like, you know what, you know, you, you like that kind of herb, like when you, when you smell it and you just, and you taste it and it's got like that hint of forest in there. Like I, I yeah. personally, that's like one of my favorites. That's you know that's like rosemary has it you know I mean that's an evergreen yeah you know so it's it's amazing because we have at our office it's basically a cannabis uh, physician's desk reference oh nice 
right? And and you look up certain conditions and it goes, here's the strains, here's no what you're looking for, way. here's really? the terpenes. And, and this is this is an older version of it. Um, but I'm sure the new ones have the Wait, breakdowns that of the term. Exists? Okay. I, I mean, I, it's how do I get a copy of this? Like, how do I? It's work? gotta be on Amazon. What's Come it on, called? Man. I'm fucking buy it. What's it called now? God, hold on. What's it called? Cannabis physicians, cannabis pharmacy. The practice. Hang on. Let me look. Now, now you got me looking. Yeah, handbook. It, it it looks like an actual like reference book. It's not cute. Handbook it doesn't of cannabis have... for clinics for clinicians principles and practice. Dustin uh, Sulak. Does it have like a weed medical cross in the front? It's a black cover. It might. Mm. I don't know. It's like it, it is. Well, let it me know. Is thicker than the Bible, man. The Handbook uh, of Cannabis for Clinicians, Principles and Practice. It might. That sounds close. Yeah. Okay. 384 pages. That doesn't exactly sound like. A no, book, no. Um, anyway. Um, so you, you, yeah, yeah. Just let me know. I want to, I want to check this bad boy out. Um, but yeah, man, I mean. I get, I, I used to get so nerdy and like, I, I didn't think there'd ever be any practical value to it, but yeah, I took, um, every time I buy, used to buy, uh, oil cartridges, right. I used mm. to be a concentrate guy and those terpenes are added exogenously. So like they yeah. have a, a tighter control over like the percentages. So you, I think, although I don't particularly love concentrates much anymore, um, mm -hmm. I do appreciate their exactitude, right? Like if you, you know, like since they're adding that in, they know what they're adding it in at. So you have a specific dosing, you know, predictor, you know, in, in the case of a concentrate versus a flower, which could vary wildly. You, you know? Yeah. You know, and that's, that's kind of interesting, right? We talk about hybridization in, in all plants, right? So you got to watch when they're it, like your ketchup always tastes the same from the same company because they make sure that that whole genotype is, is true and they'll get rid of anything that has weird deviations in it, you know, and they're constantly breeding the same ones. And with cannabis, I mean, how many strains are there? Right. Yeah, I mean, they, like, so there's more every day. Yeah. So like and and it varies. Right. So you get one batch and, you know, either the THCA is higher or or the term. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're going to get close, but you're not. And, you know, commercial farming now is like got it. So, you know, yeah, with almost surgical precision, yeah. like what every part of that soil, every part of that light, every part of that water is doing. So like yeah. you can take the same phenotype and just like pump that shit out like production style. Yeah. You, but you, that's you know. what I'm saying. Like you got a hundred percent control in those, in those concentrate pens. No, in the cut. Yeah. Oh no, no. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. For mm. sure. That's what I'm saying. Like that shit is like precise, man. Like, cause you can say like, all right, this has got, you know, 0.7% pinene, 1.2% limonene in this test. Mm -hmm. Like unless you were doing an average over, you know, several crops and saying, okay, well, OG Kush yeah. pinene is, you know, this on average over like long period of time. And then had some, you know what I mean? Like, which doesn't really exist to my knowledge, but I mean, I would 
I mean, I, there'd be no reason for that to exist except for to satisfy this conversation. Right. Like it's, yeah, not, yeah. You, you know, like it's not, um, but I, I don't know, like, I do like that you can predict that, right? Like, so when I was doing concentrates, um, back to what I was saying real quick, just to tell you why I even brought this up at all, is that I would take a picture of the label mm-hmm. every single time. And and they said, and you know, over time, when I was like, oh man, I really did not like that. And you look at it and you kind of realize, you know, you, you take kind of a mental snapshot. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you, you get one that you, you just really don't like, and then you, you know, you look at that, take the picture and you compare the two. It has been my experience that those two ratios of these terpenes to one another is have, pretty have, predictably yeah. similar, right? Like, yeah. and, um, and that's, what's really fun about it because you can, you start getting to know, and, and I mean, I know for me, I'm a big limonene guy, right? Uh, like, see, I got to watch with that because that tends to be in more of the sativas. It does, but it's, I, I, yes, and. Yes, it, and. It, it, no, yes, and it is really popular in the hybrids. Like, it's yeah, yeah, you see that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's extremely prevalent in the hybrids. And that's, that's where you get to play around. Like, okay, so if I, if I expect that higher limonene, strains are going to be in the hybrid lane yeah, yeah. which i believe i personally do believe is true i could then say do i want heavier co-mercine ratio yeah and make it more of an indica experience <laughs> yeah and we and we can do this in in a in a matter of generations with flower we can do that sure. immediately with concentrate which is super cool Oh yeah. No, it's, it's great. But I'm saying like, you know, you can do, you you can say, okay, I'm going to, I can, I'm going to add eucalyptol, right. And I'm going to bring it to the sativa side, right? Like, so like, yeah. so you can play around with it and then you can start to look at these labels and start to say, man, I fucking love this one. And you know what, when I say that a hundred percent of the time, the limonene is off the charts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I get that. And it's more specifically, it's a limonene mercine. That's the reason I pulled those out as examples because in my personal case, the limonene That's yours. Yeah, the limonene mercine high. Like if I can pump those two up, then I am a very happy customer. Like that to me is like an amazing outcome. All the time and it doesn't matter whatever strain I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> Yeah. Did we talk about because like we're getting pretty specific into the nerdy parts of it, much like like a sommelier would. Yeah. Right. I, I, do, I, do, do we talk offline? And I believe the program was Gangier. I'm probably saying oh, that yeah. wrong. I can't. Rem- yeah. No, you're. Yeah, we did talk about that. We did offline. talk about that all night, like where they're they're actually training uh, cannabis sommeliers, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's amazing to me. Oh, totally. Hold on. I want to show you this. Have you seen this? Oh my God, you're going to love this. Um, so years ago, uh, I, so because I had shop, I go to these trade shows every year. Right. And I have uh-huh. been doing it for 20 years. Okay. And I'm putting this in the chat right now so you can pull it up if you want to, while I'm t- talking to you. Oh, you told me about this. I was trying yeah. to get my hands on one and then I'm like, I absolutely don't have the room. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. First of all, they have a desktop version, by the way. 
Yeah. Like they, they have a small Don't version. Tell me that, man. Yeah, no, no, they have a small version. Look, I'll tell it's on here. Go to shop. Uh and then what it, live alchemy. Wow. So we better tell people what we're talking about, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm going to I'm I'm, I'm do, totally going to. So here's the thing. So the I I'm I found this company called Well, I yeah, that's what I was trying to say, right? I, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we I found this company called Terpwall and uh it was by True Terpenes and um they are a terpene extract company, okay? And so they have cannabis-derived terpenes where they will take a cannabis plant and they will extract the terpenes in isolate mm -hmm. and then collect them to be later reintroduced exogenously during the concentrate process, right? And just for anybody who isn't a, a, a cannabis dork like I am or... um what ends up happening is when you take a massive amount of plant matter and you compress it under CO2 or pressure, um, or, you know, the, you have, um, you can have CO2 expression or you could have, um, butane expression. And, and, and butane's less preferred just because of the. Well, so butane will give you a wider, wider terpene extraction profile. Like it'll, but they're, they're worried about actually getting the terpene, uh, the, the butane itself. Well, in so, but that's the art, that's the sort of razor blade that yeah. that industry walks because it's the, are cell phones dangerous? We don't know. You know, like it's like, it, it's like this very sketchy line, but like what they're really talking about there is that you will ingest a few ppm of butane molecules uh, out that have nothing to do that are vestigial tails of the uh, that, that we just couldn't uh, get that hundred percent. Yeah, we couldn't get it out. Of. Yeah, like they're just they're just leftover carriers from the extraction process. Mm -hmm. So, like the the academic reason why CO two is better is that it would be there's no you know your leave behind is just carbon dioxide. Like you know your your leave behind gonna, is yeah. a, a petroleum based you know, uh, product like butane, right? Like that, that's not, um, that's not a natural product. Like it's <laughs> leaves behind a chemical footprint. Now it's literally infinitesimal. Like it's very, very small, Yeah. but then, you know, look, we, we don't know. It could be absolutely benign or it could be like, what makes everybody die of fucking brain tumors. And well, you know, I mean, like how much microplastic do I have inside my body? Yeah, right I mean, now? exactly. Right. You know, like so, how much, how much toxicity is already there? Right. And, and is this contributing greatly to the, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, what, what's going to take you out, I think is also has to be a, a question. Right. So, so yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, I, I think that, so I'm not actually sure. I think the expression is a little bit more accurate in, 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 um, butane, but, but here's the thing, either way, when you get to the concentrate level, right, however yeah. you get there, the terpenes have basically evaporated. They're like not there anymore. Right. And so hmm. what, what you, what Tom and I are talking about here is basically companies try to recreate the average terpene expression in a particular strain it, when they reintroduce it into uh concentrate form so um it basically companies like terpwall or true terpenes that make terpenes they extract this from actual cannabis they they bring it into isolate and then they can add it back in whatever specific ratios that they want and 
long way of explaining why this is kind of neat is that these guys made and sell this merchandise trick called the Terp Wall, where mm-hmm. you could walk up to a jar, take off the top, smell the top, smell the liquid inside. And there's a whole write-up of like what it is, like what strains it is in and what are the effects of it and blah, blah, blah. And then you get to bind it to a smell. And I'm telling you, like, that's the only reason that I can identify any of these because yeah. once you smell that and are told what it is, it's literally, and for me anyway, was literally impossible to forget, right? Like, because you're like, oh, like, I know what linalol smells like now, right? Now, like, yeah. I know what pinene smells like. I know what caryophylline smells like, smells like, you, you know, like I, once you smell it, you're like, oh, that smells like, you know, linalol. And 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 <laughs> you'll know those flavors, like immediately you'll go, okay, every time I have this food, sure, I know this. And yeah. when you taste it in a joint, you'll go, yeah, that's definitely that's it. That's definitely it. Yeah. But you're, you know, look, you're you're in Chinese medicine all up over yeah. the place, right? Like linalol is 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 the la- is lavender, essentially. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so lavender like i don't need a fucking doctorate in anything to tell you what like lavender lavender chills me the fuck out you know what i mean like and so like when you smell lavender when you taste lavender where when you inhale lavender like any of those things are going to be contributory to being chilled out like, right. Like, I mean, I don't, it's like one of those things that like you just yeah. relate to it at a DNA level. No, am I crazy? I, I don't think so. I mean, you know, like we, we can talk about, uh, aromatherapy and kind of this void of, of academic research on it. Sure. But I, I mean, there's certain things that like, you know, we talk about this a lot on the show. How dangerous is it? You're right. going to get killed from smelling lavender. No. Does it calm you down? Yeah, guess what? It fucking works for you. Just yeah, do right, it. Right, right. Just do you, it. You know? Yeah. And, and it's funny because you're talking about lavender and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's that strain, Lavender Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like immediately I'm going. And you're like, oh, man, I was oh, chilled. Yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, I, was, I was really chilled with that one. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 100%. And like, you know, it, it's it's just one of those things where you're like, God, this makes so much fucking sense. And like, and and. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's just funny how we like, we think it's impressive that, that like we can discover this, but like how many centuries ago did somebody like pick a lavender plant and be like, fuck man, that is very pleasant. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep doing that. Like and how, <laughs> how, how many times that happened Right, right. It is like, absolutely, ins- you know, because we're going through, right? So if we talk about the stoned ape theory, right? Basically, sure. oh, yeah, we, yeah. we stumbled across psychedelic mushrooms because our ancestors were just trying to eat as much as we could. What happened to Ted? Oh, he had that one. Don't eat that. He's dead. You yeah, know? Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, Sally over here just expanded her fucking consciousness. Yeah, right. She's levitating <laughs> you know? over here. You should, uh, <laughs> whatever she and, is, and I'll take two I, of those. I would say somewhere in the middle of us going around and eating and smelling and tasting, when when we had less external distractions... I'm sure there was like an intimate connection to all of those things, right? Like we understood, you know, when we talk about shamans in South America and everything and them talking to the plants and singing the songs the plants sing, it's like, that sounds out there. 
But at he the does. same time, thousands of years of coevolution. You know, and what are we picking up on? You know, and what are we not picking up on? You know, so I mean, that stuff is really amazing to me. And the, and the other thing is, we we have something we literally call weed that grows all over the fucking planet that has like how many therapeutic properties, how many different terpenes, and we're still talking about like even if we break it up into three cannabis species, that's still you know one thing. Yeah. No. Absolutely. But like. But like it. You know, yeah, yes. And here's the thing. No, yes. And why are we fucking like not recognizing that part? Like, that's the funny part to me because like, you you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't know. I, this sounds a little douchey to say, I guess, but like, I feel like I'm fairly decent at just knowing like what an idea is, is like when an idea is going to be like a reasonable long-term good thing or a reasonable long-term bad thing. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And like when I got to college and was first really exposed to cannabis and cannabis culture and the stigmas associated with it and everything like that, I can remember almost immediately. And I'm not talking about a high school and you're like sneaking a joint out the back. I'm talking about like you're in college. Like this is a real discussion at that point. Like I went to art <laughs> school everybody's talking about it, right? Like it was very, you know, the dare program was all part of our childhood. Like this is a conversation a million people had, right? You know, um, but, but like, um, oh fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. But even at an early age, I was very much like, this is the dumbest thing uh-huh. ever. And I, I want to be part of something that makes it fun and cool like i want some i want the world to feel about it like i feel about it in terms of how awesome it could be mm -hmm. and not associate negativity with it at all not like this just like nothing but pure love and fun it is i look man i was i was one of those just say no straight narrow kids but so like, I don't think I, I don't think right? i don't think i tried cannabis i might have tried it once or twice in college maybe 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 more than that, but not much more. And then it was like, wait a minute, hold on. I'm seeing all this fucking research that no one's talking about. And then, you know, like, I, I don't know, shortly after that, you start seeing the writing on the wall. You know, states are talking about legalizing it. And you're like, well, look. Hey, was that Sanjay Gupta reversing his stance on right. everything he said about yeah. cannabis? Right. Oh, like, wait, 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 hold on. He, they think he's a, he's a real smart doc. They put him on all the TV shows. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't sure. think he's lying now. But yeah, right. this, this long-term bad, long-term good thing. It, it's, it's very funny that you, you know, that we. We demonize, like we even call it marijuana, as uh, that has racial undertones. Oh, oh look dude, at those totally. Mexicans. Yeah, and like, listen, I'm not trying to be, when I try to say cannabis as much as I can, Yeah, uh, it's not because I'm being one of those cannabis fucking douchebag, like purists. Because like purists of anything, I don't care if it's cannabis or otherwise, I just don't like you. Like don't, don't fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't rule me to death with your fucking doctrine over there. Like fuck yourself. Me? You know, yeah, like. <laughs> No, no, like I'm saying, like to the people <laughs> that get, no, no, the people that get like, and you're, you know, if, if they yeah. get uptight about it. Like, I'm like, look, I'm not one of those guys, but here's the thing. 
it's sort of really disrespectful to say marijuana, right? Like, yeah. and, and I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, but I'm just going to try to use a different word, right? Like, that's it. Like, yeah. I'm not, it, it's like, not like, like, if, you, if you can do better, do better. Correct. Right. <laughs> and I'm not going to be the guy who's like, you, uh, you really should uh, call that cannabis because, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not offended by it, like whatever, but, but, but we really should stop using that word, right? Like that hashtag is, woke stoner. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I'm not even trying to do that. I'm just saying like, yeah, we should yeah. kind of stop using it. It's not necessary. Well, we, it's not look, called man, that. Like, you want to, you want to hear, and, and you probably know this, even the term joint has weird racist underpinnings that go back I, to the ch- Chinese working in railroads. I have never heard that story, but that's okay. fucking oh, dude, fascinating. Then, can, can I do that? Because yeah, like, I feel I, I, like I've I'm, never I'm, heard this. I'm that's loose funny. now. It's 420. So, right. so, and, and uh, God, uh, acupuncture, uh, Chinese and, uh, and, and cannabis goes back much further than that, but let's, let's, let's keep it in, in, yeah, in American history right now. Uh, so, Chinese are working on the railroads. They came over with their culture and everything. They brought opium. Now, as the railroad moved, they'd throw up these little shacks that all the cowboys and Westerners and whoever else was working on the railroads would call joints. Now, those joints, the cowboys and all the white people that weren't, you know, treating people the right way, would go smoke opium with the Chinese. Okay. They, they would then call the pipe a joint because it was associated with the house in which they smoked it in. That pipe then became a cigarette and then it went from opium to marijuana, cannabis. Interesting. Wow. By the way, real quick side, side track. Yeah. Should I put a four hundred dollar mini turp wall in my cart for you? I I fucking saw it, man. I just <laughs> I, I I see like to be honest, I see a lot of glass. Even even like I don't have that. Like right now, I'm drinking out of my uh my Golden Girls. I don't know. Can I get that clear for you? Yeah, there's a little Blanche. Yeah, uh, Golden Girls plastic water bottle because I can't be trusted with glass. Yeah. on a desk. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. But but yeah, no. Back back to the the Chinese. I did not know that about the the joint thing. That's pretty interesting. I um, it's 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 funny that it's funny not funny that like that many things about this culture just got tied into like really shitty other things that had nothing to do with this whatsoever. Right. Like, well, I mean, jazz lettuce. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Come Seriously, on. Yeah. Right. Come on. That's but, a funny one though. Please it's don't. Funny, but, it, but it's funny, but it's just, it's funny, but it's like, oh, come on. Really? Like what the fuck? You know? <laughs> this is so stupid. But it's like, this is one of those things that like, I mean, since as long as I could remember almost, like, I just feel like I was on the side where I was like, you know what? I have no idea what tomorrow is going to bring in this world, but there's one thing I know pretty much un- unequivocally is that one day cannabis is not going to be a big deal. And I really hope I live long enough to see that because mm-hmm. I, at the early on in my life, I was like, that is a long ass way of, away, but it is very exciting because like I, you know, 
we're, we're kind of there, right? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a little bit further left to go, but we're more or less at the finish line. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I'll tell you clinically, like, you know, I've, I've been practicing 21 years now and I used to have people come in back in the day where they're like, you know, so, you know, you, you go, okay, so what makes this condition better? And they're like, look, man, you're going to tell anybody? (laughs) <laughs> no 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 this is between us you have hipaa you're you, you know yeah uh, oh you know so so sometimes i'll smoke a little grass and, and my migraine will go away sure like, well that's great you know yeah, that's like better than that. ten thousand other things you could do yeah. and now and now somebody will come in and they're like yeah so on mondays and wednesdays and fridays i microdose with uh point uh one five milligrams of psilocybin and then on uh the alternate days i take 10 uh micro units of lsd and i'm like what what do you do oh i uh i'm an executive over it <laughs> it's like, it's like- yeah yeah <laughs> or even even worse they'll come in there and they'll say I'm, I got migraines. I smoke, uh, in the morning I will inhale, uh, green crack, um, yeah, yeah. which I, so my, my wife, my wife has migraines and I once looked up green crack and a tangy, one of the tangy strains are good for migraines. And I was like, dude, d- d- my favorite strain of all time right now, like literally of all time is, uh, is a tangy dominant strain made from curio out in Timonium. Um, they, what, what's, what's the name of that one? Uh, it is, it's, uh, it is, uh, what is it? Oh my chem dog. Chem dog. Okay. Tangy. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a chem dog. Tangy mix is the predominant. Ooh. And there's another version of it, which is chem dog. Tangy. Hold on. I might have it actually. Right here. Um, there was three of them. Oh, um, dark star. Yeah. Dark Star is a good one. Is that yeah, one so where they Dog, a bunch Tangi- of letters? It's like the acronyms. So Chemdog Tangy Dark Star, in my mind, was the equivalent of telling you to go left, right, and straight at the same time. Like that is the <laughs> cannabinoid equivalent of that, right? So Chemdog, massive uh, indica, like mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, about as indica as it gets, right? And it's super powerful, right? Like it's a really powerful indica and i love it it's a fan, one of my favorite indicas but man it's definitely strong like i mean it will it will put you down right and um dark star is this amazing hybrid like it's super well balanced like i personally would put it almost exactly on the 50 yard line of of terpenes like or of uh of um hybrids like in my opinion it's kind of like as hybrid as it gets right <laughs> it's you know and and Tangi is this amazing sativa, like super bright, mm-hmm. very nice, not paranoid, like very, you know. Every everybody's happy. Everybody's, everybody's having a good happy, time. Everybody's happy. Everyone's having a good time. And then they hybrided them, <laughs> <laughs> the three of them, you know. Yeah, I. And I want you crazy. to eat an entire pizza on the couch while yeah. dancing around, laughing, yeah, exactly. and yeah. contemplating the multiverse. Right. Yeah, it's the fucking weirdest thing in the world. So, so like I found that one, and that's kind of like my go-to. So, like I when, gotcha. when my wife was like, "Hey, I have I have migraines. Is there something you can find for me?" I actually went down the rabbit hole for there, and Green Crack was like the number one that came mm. up. And Green Crack was one of my favorite, what I call all day concentrates. You know, like yeah. I used to love that in a pen 
because that would that was like something I can go to like when I was shooting that that show uh, that the cannabis festival when I mm-hmm, told you mm-hmm. it was on a vape pen of a green crack right like it was so it was great because I could be out all day there's no like weird come down like you're just like for me personally I, anyway I was out and about running around rocking and it was great right and so like. I will always like kind of put those together in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, like, so, but it's neat how you could actually go out and, and, and do that. Right. Like. You yeah. Can, you I can, mean, like, it takes some that. experimentation, but I, I think you can figure out what that is. Yeah. I gotta say, I, 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 so a, a, someone told me that their favorite thing to do was go to the gym high. Yeah, see, I never got into that, but okay. and and I tried it once, and like I think she meant cardio, because because I feel like I could get on a treadmill if I was stoned, I'd probably be like more entertained than like look, I'm just running on a fucking belt. Right, right. But I I I, uh, I was deadlifting, and I remember looking at the weights and go, oh, "Those are fucking heavy. Why do I want to lift? Yeah, why do I want to do this? This is dumb." Yeah, buddy, my convinced me to get high. <laughs> A buddy of mine convinced me to get high one day and go do laps at a pool. <laughs> so like, <laughs> we got very, very high. And and that was before vaporizers came out. So like I got like regular dugout, like glass dugout high, right? And so like yeah, you're, yeah. you're actually smoking a little bit, right? And um I mean, it wasn't awful. I mean, it was fine, but like it's not how I would choose to go swimming. You know what I mean? Like it was sort of like <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean this is okay, but uh, so you so you're saying Michael Phelps probably didn't race while he was stoned? Yeah, yeah, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Michael Phelps is better at that at stone swimming than I was. But I was kind of like, okay, we can check this off the list, right? Like we don't we don't need to. Well, keep yeah, going. The, all right, we did this. Yeah, we did this. Yeah, I, I did that. Um, I, I I got really high and swam, and you know, it, it was. Fine. I would I would watch that ESPN channel. Yeah, Dude, I don't. I don't do sports, but if you said like this is the SPN 420, that's hilarious. I, yeah. I would. I would like athletic stone activities. Fo- stone football in- sounds amazing right. to me. That's hilarious. Right. <laughs> you know what else? I was never really one of those guys because we're, we're, you know, obviously we're talking about cannabis here. So like, but like, you ever have that friend who's like, everything's better stoned. Like I, you know, I was never that guy. Like I, and I, I actually have trouble not judging uh-huh. <laughs> those people. I, 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 we, we used to hang like, I had a, a pretty tight group of friends in high school. And then a couple of them had, you know, like we all had a peripheral groups of friends sure. that were like, you're not, and we were hanging out with one of them. And uh, I never saw him with his eyes fully open or not bloodshot. And I mean, this was years of us hanging out. So years later, I'm at one of the core group's weddings. And somebody goes, hey, Tom, you remember me? I'm so-and-so. And I went, dude, you, you look so different. And then about like five minutes later, I'm like, yo, man, I never saw you with your eyes fully opened. Like there was never a time I was in your presence when you weren't high. That's really funny. That is insane to me though. Like how, you know, we had, we had people in high school that like, I'm like, yo, they're sitting in the back. They're fucking baked. Yes. You know, they they walk in and you're like, oh yeah, they're high. Yep. Yes. And, and I, I don't, they graduated. 
Fuck, I was in all honors. They were in my classes. <laughs> right. Had I, had I known then what I know now, uh, I probably would have joined them. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd be, you'd be silly not to, right? I mean, You're crazy not to. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, look, you live in a different world right now. You know, it's funny, like our, you, you know, um, our kids aren't going to have the same sort of weird bias to this crap. No, as absolutely like, not. It's just another thing. They, I mean, my, my, my son is not even going to fucking understand like how this is a thing at all. <laughs> like there's not, I, I, I feel like we should have a movie that's like in response to, uh, reefer madness that's like hilarious. look this is what they fucking told right. people yeah. at one this point this is what they fucking told people <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some you know? people want to go back to this because they're fucking morons <laughs> like, yes, like, we, we agree with that too you you will never decide it's a good idea to jump out a window uh yeah, you will never yeah, you will not. put a baby in the oven do you remember the comedian back in the day rick dukeman uh i've heard the name so rick dukeman uh we, I, when i was a kid i mean i'm fuck i must have been like eighth grade he, mm -hmm. he he came out with this this special and he's like uh i was talking about warning labels on things and he's like you know, the cigarette companies, they have these labels now that are like, you know, we didn't know, we didn't know. So like, you know, smoking is dangerous to your health. He goes, you know, I didn't need a fucking warning label to yeah. tell me that if I walked into a hardware store and grabbed a hammer and banged it on my fucking head, <laughs> like, then it would really fucking hurt. <laughs> He's like, and I was, and so every single time. I hear weird arguments like that. I I think of the Rick Dukeman speech mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, and that's literally all I could hear. Like, it's like somebody being like, I'm um, me going, how, how do you, how do you think like that? <laughs> tell me, tell me. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I just, uh, it, you know, there's certain things that you, you think would become pre-programmed. Uh, yeah. Right. And then, and then you realize, no, a lot of motherfuckers probably died <laughs> before somebody's like, "Look, uh, guys, I, I, I hate to be the one that has to break this to you, but uh, that fucking kills you." Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's, we should, we should probably agree to not do that. You know, uh, that is probably a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> right, yeah. And it's funny that that's how we used to learn, right? Like, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, just you shave down the herd a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny because at, what was that? Bear Grylls, like, choose your own adventure show that's on TV. Oh, you know? God. My kids love that. Oh, my God. My kids love it. And so, like, one of them was like, do I eat the? I'm starving. Do I eat these mushrooms? And I was like, eat the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, and then wow, two wow, minutes wow. later he, he's, he's the, the adventure dot ends because he's dead he's got some like weird stomach viral situation going they, on because he ate the weird mushrooms they they could have made that so amazing oh my god yeah, <laughs> this, this could have gone in a very different way um, i'm done adventuring yeah. now i'm gonna explore my inner self <laughs> right. yeah, I mean, 
Well, which is why I was sitting there watching it and my son had the remote. He's like, what well, do we eat the mushrooms? I'm like we should eat the mushrooms. We should always eat the mushrooms. <laughs> eat, always eat the mushrooms. Yeah. So we, um, but yeah, we, we totally ate the mushrooms and died five minutes later. So it was, it was that's all, that's all awesome. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, and, uh, did you, did you see this? Uh, this is an aside because we're supposed to be talking about cannabis and this uh, certainly wasn't psychedelic mushrooms, but uh, there was some study that just came out. I gotta, I gotta pull up the actual study because you know could have been 10 people that they were looking at um but it seemed like a longitudinal study uh it, so what they say somebody people that eat like 45 grams of mushrooms a day and clearly not psychedelics i mean if you can do that kudos to you but um <laughs> <laughs> but like something like uh, a sixty percent reduction in in uh, cancer risk across the board. Oh, dude, yeah. There's all kinds of weird fucking things coming out now about mushrooms, man. It's it's crazy. I I I have to tell you, um, I am more than fifty percent down the road about exploring opening a mushroom growing facility. Oh, so he got to you, huh? He got to me. Yeah, he got to me, man. And here's the thing: like, I, the more he, he plant, I, I shouldn't say he got to me. You know what? He planted the seed, and I've been like kind of looking around, and like, I, honestly, like, there's, I'm having a harder time understanding why I wouldn't do it. <laughs> well, than, I mean, what's the the buy in? What is 100k total? Yeah, I think all in though. Like, I, so I peeled that back a little bit. All in, you're yeah. talking about 300 grand probably. Um, so it's not like no money. I it's, but it's, you know, from a investment standpoint, it's, it's not like, like an unachievable amount of money. So like it, it it's, and the, the potential yield if done properly is more than justifying. And yeah. the scale, and, I mean, that's within a year and too, the right? scalability I mean, of it is absolutely predictable, right? Like, so when you look at like whatever like ideal arc of expansion would be for a growing business, like there's, mm -hmm. you could match that thing like with a scalpel, <laughs> you know, because it's such a precise thing, right? Like, so you really know, okay, if I need this, I got to go here. Like, you know what, you, what that is. And like, the, I just love, I just love everything about it. Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah. great. And I so, think so that like Matt, long just, term, just that might be we might have some people that haven't listened to every episode of oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so so we're we're talking about uh matt has a friend who uh is now uh he was on pretty the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he was in the show yeah, yeah. uh and he uh has set up a business of uh shipping containers that have been converted into full mycology yeah. growing and cultivating centers yeah taylor martin he's um he's, yeah he's all in, in it man and you know, like the thing I love about it is not only is it all that stuff, but like the, you know, the, one of the call outs that we didn't really focus on a lot because we were so busy talking about a bunch of other shit. Yeah. But like that farming method has a hundred percent to do with the immediate ecological surroundings of the box itself. Yeah. And it relies on the local ecology to support itself, even though it's in this metal box. Right. Like, so it's this weird symbiosis, not symbiosis. Yeah. Like, it's this weird replication of inside and outside. And then what <clears throat> comes out of the pod then goes in back into the ecology outside to then restart the cycle all over again. 
Yeah. So it's basically like a hundred percent self-contained, <laughs> you know, like it's an amazing, like everything. So I'm like sitting there going, you know what? Look, even if the payback was like really long, like this is just a cool thing to get involved with. And, and again, it's one of those things where you look at like, when I told you, I think I'm pretty good at looking at, at feeling things like long-term good, long-term bad. Yeah, yeah. There's zero long-term bad in this idea. <laughs> how, how could there be? I mean, like, even, like even zero, there's just... zero. It's not even a possibility. Right. And then on the other side, it's, it's any shade of good that could happen. Right. So it's, I don't know. That's awesome, though. I mean, would you be part of their his, or were, are you thinking about? No, I think I'm, I'm I'm in talks with uh, with with some folks. I'm trying to probably raise enough to do uh, around myself. Um, wow. Um, I mean, not myself, me solo, but like you, you know, raise money with a small group that goes in on on a unit together. Mm-hmm. That with the with the expectation that if we do want to scale it, we all kind of benefit from from that scale, and then mm-hmm. you can start bringing each other's unique skill sets in as it starts to scale up. So, like that's like best case scenario. But like you know, um, I don't think it's that hard. It, like I said, it's not that much. It's not that much money, right? Like it, it, from a yeah, business, I, I mean. If you're if you're looking at a franchise, like if you want a McDonald's franchise, I don't yeah, know, you got to come to the table with a few mil, right? Yeah, you right. Know? Like so, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, and, like and that's fucking dirty ass McDonald's, right? Uh, yeah. So three hundred thousand dollars does not seem like an in no is as an irrational number <laughs> to mm-hmm. do this, right? Like, um, but here's the thing: it's still three hundred grand, and you have to know how to do it, and you have to want to do it, and then like you need land to do it on, like you know, so you need yeah. You know, and the land has to have, you know, uh, amenities, electricity, water, you know, like stuff like that. Like, so, or you have to have somebody there all the time. So like you could either feed this thing, you know, with external stuff like, you know, electricity and and water, Mm -hmm. or you can just do it yourself. It could be a standalone thing, but then somebody has to literally go there and water the plants kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I don't know, but. I don't know. It's just like a neat thing. And like commercially 90% I I, like of the U S mushrooms are grown in one County in Pennsylvania. Right. Like the, and like what a fucking genius business plan that was, right? Like that County should be fucking teaching a masterclass at fucking Wharton. Like, you know what I mean? Like that is fucking amazing. Like, you know, like that is like crazy, but the, but like we have a huge appetite for it. And then, so full circle back to what you talked about earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. Dude, cordyceps right now are like blazing, bro. Like everybody and their brother. There's a, there is a study about cordyceps coming out every five minutes. I, I, did, I, did I tell you uh, when my cousin told me he was taking them? Did I t- no. <laughs> so so my, my cousin... Uh, He's oh God. He's seventy now. He's still fucking jacked. He's worked out his whole life. That's hilarious. Um, he he it. blew out. He blew out. I like. I'll show you a photo of him. He does not look. Um, he looks closer to my age than my father's, which That's is a little funny. sad. But uh, he also has hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but within that, he um he comes over and he like you know look I did some kidney damage to myself when I was younger. 
And uh, I started taking these these mushrooms. They're called cordyceps, right? And I mean, Chinese medicine sure. has had them in for Forever, for yeah, what yeah. five thousand years, let's say. Um, and he goes, "Yeah, they're just they're just great. They're just they're just these mushrooms." And I'm like, "Well, they're not just any mushroom." And he goes, "What do you mean?" And I'm like, "Well, technically, uh, there's these silkworms, and these silkworms get infected with this mushroom spore." And then this mushroom spore consumes them from the inside out until there's no more silkworm. And he goes, that's what I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 100% mushroom, but it, it it's, you know, came out of a a worm. Came out of a worm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, but so like, those, there's those things are really in high demand right now. And there's just hugely. Yeah, and there's not like it's not like everyone and their brothers cooking up cordyceps. You know what I mean? Like, who the no, fuck is growing no. cordyceps, right? Like, and like, but like lion's mane, reishi, like I mean, these these all of them. Like, I mean, you know, these mushrooms are like on the pharmacological scale. They're not yeah. just like culinary, right? Like, they're you know, like a a portobello mushroom is fucking delicious, but it's not going to do a whole lot medicinally right like well, you, you wait you wait until we figure that one out too i'm sure there's there's this well, I mean, I sure, and there's plenty of like it is a good quality source of food with a lot of different nutrients it may not have medicinal quote-unquote properties but uh i i'm sure i'm sure it it goes better than than say uh a hell of a lot of other things i've eaten today oh yeah no <laughs> i mean but like look you look at all the people that are like crazy like you know um, supplement people like yeah. a, a healthy like cornucopia of mushrooms are a staple in the diet of like the true Most of them. Like, yeah. supplementator you know supplementor you know like and honestly I don't take a lot I don't take any mushrooms presently I think the closest I get is an occasional ashwagandha dose um, but um but yeah, I don't, I, I'm a little off the mushrooms right now, but every time I have a conversation like this, I kind of wonder why I got off because they're delicious and they're like, they're so fucking good for you. Like, yeah. It's just, you know, like it's just crazy, but, but yeah, I don't know. These pods are an interesting idea, right? Like, I, I, I think it's super cool, man. I, yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's amazing. And it's like, uh, it, when you were talking about this one County in, in PA, what first came to my mind is like. Budweiser getting really fucking pissed off when craft brewery took off. Yeah. You, you know, like all these little pubs started right. making their own beer again. And then it's like, what well, the fuck's no one buying our piss? Right. It's like, we all figured out how to do it. But you, you know what so I think happens though, is like, then everybody's like, Oh yeah, I could, I could go and get this craft beer for $9 a pint. Or <laughs> I, I can get a thirty I can pack. Get, I can get a thirty pack <laughs> for eight dollars, and uh, yeah, that's a lot more beer. So no, that's <laughs> very true. I'm going to drink that beer instead. You know, like, and so that's I feel like the universal leveler. <laughs> well, I, but you know what? It, it would be interesting because I I think I, I'm I'm not trying to jump a ahead of where you're at with the end game here but at some point that flip gets uh, that switch gets flipped yeah definitely starting to feel the effects yeah. of 420 um yeah. but within that 
now you're talking. I'm now growing and selling psychedelic. Oh, and like, look, I can't, you know, know, and like, that's one of those other things too. Like what at, through the lens I'm looking, that reality will be here sometimes someday. I I don't know. Cannabis cannabis kicked that door open. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, so like, yeah, psychedelics are next, right? Like the radar. if If we're starting to use MDMA clinically, well, MDMA, I think, is coming online this year, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. But you know what I'm saying? That's a synthetic, right? No, no, you know, I totally. Like, so if, that, if that's make how how much longer? I mean, it's definitely within the next decade, I well, think. Well, I mean, the Hopkins gonna, guys that we've talked about a bunch of times on this show yeah. certainly aren't hurting that cause. I mean, like they're, you know, psilocybin, given where MDMA, I, I think, and actually, I you know, this might be completely bizarre, bonkers, and I could be way off base, but like when I look at that, I say, okay, man, look how hard it was for MDMA to make its journey from where it started to where it's at now. Yeah. But it only had that long because it was its fucking the first of its kind, right? Now, yeah. psilocybin is like literally going to probably be an eighth of the amount of time that that thing was because like, I mean, there's already a, a path historical way. use. Right, there's, right. I, I mean, we, we know uh, at least if nothing else, the safety of it. Right. And that's, yeah, that's yeah, exactly know. right. And so what I'm, what I think is psilocybin, if MDMA hits this year, then psilocybin cannot be that far behind because you know, it, it just can't be. It's too similar. I, I also feel it's going to be a different arc, though, because I see psilocybin going a little bit more cannabis, where it's like, here's a dispensary. Right, right. You yeah, that might need, be, but that, that, you're right. That you, know, totally you don't need a prescription bug. for this because MDMA is going to be a prescriptive use or or uh, like an in inpatient type situation where, Hey, you're going to do this under, you know, medical supervision. And then you're going to have integration right. of some kind, you know, where, where like shrooms, yeah, they'll, they'll probably have that. I mean, they have that now. Uh, but I, I think it's going to go more like, look, if you're above 21 and you have these criteria, here's your medical card. Sure. No, no, you, you that that's mm-hmm. totally plausible for sure. I mean, I, I you yeah, know. And, and only because that is, it is a natural source. And I know that that's a stupid argument to make, right? I well, mean, LSD one, is right one, behind uh, that too. So yeah, like, I mean, LSD so like, is, yeah, but I, I mean, this is all us, us getting super uh, tight ass in the fifties, right? In the sixties. Yeah. I and mean, like, we all, all have to tip our hat to, there. We, we have to tip our hat to cannabis too, because it fought the 40 year battle and, and, you know, LSD and shrooms. Was it what, 1947? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no, it went no, no. Or something. Yeah. Illegal. No way earlier. Than yeah. That. Yeah. It went. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, it cannabis fought its way out to the front and I think other things like psilocybin, LSD, you know, MDMA are enjoying significantly lower rides on that roller coaster. Um, oh, oh, definitely. 100%. Because of cannabis, right? Like, like, so, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, man, I, you know, it's, I, I didn't, I, it's fun that it's fun that our show lined up for the day of 420. I'm, I'm glad that it gave us like a completely fun topic. To well, if it was bicycle on. day, I don't know how well I would have handled that. I, I, I'm pretty sure I, uh, we, I'm, sure, I'm sure we would have been then talking about anything other than bicycles, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. We would have been very bicycle centric. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We'd be riding all over, be a mobile podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it would not. Um, 
So what are you, uh, what are you getting into this week? Oh man. So, uh, this, this weekend, I, uh, I, I, I don't, I'm not doing much, man. I, so I, I told you before the show, my wife is getting a little meniscus, uh, surgery tomorrow. Um, my kids had off. So today we, we, or should I say Monday, we dropped the kids off at my parents. So they don't have to be around with, with all this nonsense. So this whole week, you know, I, I've skipped my 5am alarm. Uh, I still have been meditating every day. But uh, even though I'm going to work, it's it's like a mini vacation right now. So, yeah, for sure. I, you know, yeah. so we're, no, we're trying cool. to enjoy that. Yeah. Just leaning in on that. Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. What a better what a better what, like what a what a great week to have uh, 420 in too. Man. Yeah. I mean, seriously, what 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 how fortuitous, you know, how fortuitous. You, yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I what just you, got, what you <laughs> no, I just got back from Costa Rica and like, I'm feeling yeah. pretty uh, good about the world right now. Uh, I had, I got, not, I got to say my wife was not happy when I said, Oh yeah, he's got, he's got a place in, in Costa Rica. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and well, she's like, ah, oh. and I said, eh, he hasn't been there in like three years though. She's yeah. like, he still has a place. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, we bought it years ago <laughs> and like, you know, it, it was sort of like one of those things where we just, I mean, have you ever been down there? Uh, no, uh, no. Oh, I mean, I almost, uh, in 2015, I almost said fuck off and t- took the whole family and we were just going to mo- live down there. Oh my God. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you would not, uh, you would not uh, regret it. It's a, it's a cool place, man. I mean, it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a cool I, vibe. I like her. the whole country's fucking amazing. Like it's just very fucking cool place to be, right? <laughs> like it's not, you know, um, I don't know if I'd be ready to live there full time, but man, it's a super cool place to fucking be. Like, yeah, anything. my my mentor talked me out of moving down there, and uh, well, he said, "Look, you're gonna think it's the best thing in the world for like maybe two, three months, and then around six months, you're gonna start lighting fires." Yeah. <laughs> it was like there's there's just gonna there's only so much. He's like, you're not wired for that level of relaxation. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> like, he's like, you, you can't. He's like, you're, you're gonna like, you're gonna something's gonna fall apart. You're gonna like. <laughs> so I had this weird thing happen on this vacation, and I have found yeah, yeah. out. We talked about this yesterday, actually. Remember, it was I was I was on, uh, I was in my coaching session, and yeah, yeah. he was asking me about um, about the trip, and I said, well. I feel very weird because I feel like I'm failing in my day to day because it took me four full days to stop having chest pains about not doing work. Mm. Right. And he goes, no, that's absolutely fucking normal. And I was like, what? And he pulls out like nine books off the bookshelf behind him. He goes, no, look, it's called parasympathetic flooding. It happens to all kinds of people that are professionals and especially high driven stress job type people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he walked me through what's happening. He's like, basically like your body, when you are in a sympathetic flood of, you know, stress, right. Your body is ignoring going to the bathroom, being tired, being horny, having, you know, Uh like whatever, like anything other than survival is completely fucking eliminated from your periphery. Right. But it's just like building a temporary wall, right? Like they're just out there. You're just making a moat, like you're holding it back. Right. Like, but the second you let your foot off that gas pedal and fucking the walls can come down and it Mm. just floods up and it, 
it basically floods back and erupts back on itself and you're just stuck for a temporary amount of time in this parasympathetic flood, which is basically like overdoing your rest and digest, right? Yeah. And like he said, it takes five days (laughs) to get fully out of that cycle. So if you take a seven day vacation, five of them are literally just going back to zero. Like, like I, I, it's like, that is depressing. You you know, like, oh yeah. Like the fact that it took me four days to decompress, you know, I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Nobody should need, nobody should be so fucking wired up that it takes you four days to get back to normal. Absolutely not. Yeah. Right. Right. So what I'm doing right now is I'm studying re- re-entry into the world. I, I, I'm taking this week to kind of reacclimate, and I'll uh, I'll get back to it next week. So that's not bad, man. That's yeah, great. I'm just sort of you know wrapping my head around where I left off, kind of thing. It was nice to get away though, and uh, and uh, my daughter, we finally fulfilled a years long promise. She now has her own surfboard, and life got nice suddenly better <laughs> when. She is in the surfboard fraternity. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah, so it was fun. It's hot as shit down there, by the way, right now. I, you know, honestly, I could use some of that. It's been fucked up, man. It's 85 one day and then it snows the next. What the hell's going on? There's 103 there. That's a little spicy. It's spicy, but there's like a 20 mile an hour wind. You didn't feel like 102. You know what I mean? Yeah, you guys sure didn't go like, uh, kite surfing or something no no man it was crazy <coughs> well listen man happy 420 to you sir happy 420 i will uh i you uh good evening and we'll talk next week sounds great man yeah later man later be subversive irreverent health is wealth but you knew that everybody knows that but so was following us on social media at irreverent health and check out our website for more exclusive content at irreverenthealth.com. Oh, I like this. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Irreverent Health. 